What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another special, special Get episode. ready. It's your already favorite know, Sunday man. show. It's your favorite Sunday show, man. You already know it's Sunday, Sunday guys. Your boy Mike Sanchez. Who in it's the your building, boy Reed Pete. It's your boy Remy A in the motherfucking building. And you already know the rules, dog. Don't say this. Say, say that. that. Hey, hey, I love th- it. Th- hey, this guest here, motherfucking Jesus. Hey, long hair Jesus like Jesus, walks. bro. Hey. Jesus walks, bro. <laughs> this is the motherfucker I've been waiting for, bro. Hell yeah. They got Hell me yeah. blushing and wearing um gel in my hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not that many dudes make me go double check the mirror. Like, I look fine, nigga. Yeah. I look fine. <laughs> a-, a did the extra spray today, bro. You fucking know that case. In case he hugs me. <laughs> we got Drew in the motherfucking building. Drew, say what up to the people. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's happening, y'all? My man, Drew, man. All yes, the way sir. from Providence. Thanks for coming down, bro. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. We got legend in the building, man. Legend, bro. How you doing though, man? How was the, the drive in? Everything okay? Yeah, smooth. It's um you know, it's kinda quick, depending on the day being Sunday. It was like it was real chill. No you know, we know we know, we know you was doing like a buck twenty on, on, on Hey, you drive fast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't normally no. Nah, Gr- grandma really, speed? No, nah, I'm like just a little above the speed limit, you know. Yep. I keep it like ten to fifteen. Cause my girl hate y'all. I'm a slow driver. I don't. I, I'm not in a rush for yeah, shit. I'm not in a rush. For <laughs> Same. My, yo, my I girl. I get that. You know what I'm saying? My girl hit 101. I'm like, bitch, where the fuck is you going? <laughs> you gonna break the sound barrier? Relax, my nigga. I like my life. Ace of the trying to get there alive, bro. I left the hood, nigga. The worst shit if I could die in a car accident. Facts, bro. God damn. Thank you, Drew, for coming through, dog. We appreciate it, bro. Dog. Tell tell the people a little bit of who you are, what you do, and uh, cause you know for for. A Providence person, maybe you're not too heard in the young community of Boston. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm Drew. I'm from Rhode Island, Providence, East Providence, Pawtucket, the whole 100%. area. I've lived every everywhere over there. I've been in Boston since college. Where you go to college at? I went to Suffolk. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah, shit. I went to Suffolk University. I think the best thing that came of college for me was being in the city, being becoming familiar with Boston, and then being at Bodega. So I've been at Bodega for like the past 10 years. I've done a little bit of everything over there, but now pretty much the main designer for collaborations and private label. Fire, fire, the main, the motherfucking main. Say that, bro. How did you get that? How did, you know, was that always your, like, did you always want to do that? Did you see that happening for yourself? Yeah, it's like, it's a long, it's kind of, it's not a long story, but yeah, I always, in a way, saw that for myself. Honestly, you know, I I do design work outside of Bodega now, but like when I started at Bodega, I started as an intern, it kind of, you know, I've always been creative and such, but I didn't have like the resources growing up where there was like someone I looked up to that had a career being created. You know, I kind of yeah. just, I was kind of told I had to go into business, you know, when it came to college and stuff. I didn't ever even consider the arts or any creative endeavors like that. But then I ended up at Bodega on an internship focusing on marketing. But every day I would sit with the two designers, Marvin and Randy, who are like my big brothers, mentors, look up to them crazy my favorite designers to this day and like just being in that room with them day after day seeing what they did kind of experiment on my own outside of bodega for years with my own brand and making my own shirts and doing flyers for parties and all this stuff it kind of just 
I was like building a skill set along the way that I didn't really realize. I just enjoyed doing it. And then an opportunity presented itself for the design role. And I kind of had this portfolio of work that I was, you know, getting busy with outside of Bodega. So that ultimately like let them know that I was like prepared, I guess, for the opportunity when it came up. No, nah, definitely. And you was and you were hanging out with the person who was just there. You know what I mean? It yeah. Kinda, it kind of is it's kind of a no-brainer for them. Like, yo, listen, he he's learned he learned from the guy who was putting y'all on. If, sure. So was it easy to get the job? Or like, was it like, did you walk in there with your dick out? Like, listen, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like, yo, bro, it's me or nobody, motherfuckers. <laughs> nah, it wasn't. So it was Marvin and Randy, and then my homie Pat who does a brand called Bandulu, which I'm wearing right now, he di- assumed the design role for like a couple years in between Marvin and Randy's time. And then he went on to focus on his own brand 100%. And when that happened, there was just like a gap in that position. And I always, you know, consulted, not cons- like just the that where it's too proper for it, but I've yeah. always like talked to them about design. They always wanted different opinions on stuff or they'd be like what do you think of it you know we all respect was, each they, other they was getting that free work <laughs> they were like yeah bro so if you're gonna paint this shoe just randomly what would you paint it <laughs> no, no, no. it wasn't it wasn't so direct like that but it's all like we all like respect each other's like taste and style so it's just like real lax so like when he kind of moved on to focus on his own brand that gap was there and i had already been involved in the conversations around design i had my own brand was doing design for like my homies in uh, Providence, Stay Silent, who do a bunch of different events and programming throughout the city. So, yeah, I don't know. It just it the opportunity presented itself. But I think I just even if someone walked in off the street that maybe had more skill than me, they didn't have the like background knowledge on Bodega and what it represented. And no one else, no one there knows that better than me because I, I literally, my office for like the first seven years was the front of the store. Like I was sitting right up in the front. That, so like all the, God damn. yeah, all the little like, I don't know, just shit that happens at a shop. So and, you're seeing it all then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's you know been a lot saying? of like just funny things that happen over there. But just being that, um, you know, like front facing and literally seeing the customers that were coming through the store, it just, I had uh, just sort of a, a good solid reference point of like who we served you know yeah, um, absolutely. the target market sure. but you know what's New super York dope is. though that you were saying that like before the opportunity presented to itself you was already building the catalog for you for you to present um whenever the opportunity came and most importantly you was having fun with it you know a lot of people strive for something and they work 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 and after they like accomplish something that's when like the fun can happen but it's cool that Definitely. you you were able to have fun throughout the journey for sure like when i think about it it's like i wasn't i didn't necessarily um see myself i didn't ever want to like ask for the position or ask to be the or like feel like i was supposed to be the next designer or anything so i was like yo i'm gonna start my own brand i got it to a space where we ended up selling it at the store and it was like at the time it was one of the best performing like local brands That's fine. and that That's just kind of like confirmed in their eyes like oh shit this dude's I think, nice. He's you know, nice. yeah, like he can make shit that people are going to walk in the store and just buy and not know that, where it comes from. That's or him anything. right there. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, the nigga, the nigga that's you a up. good trend to go. <laughs> that's a good trend to go for like you with streetwear. Because like, even like you said, your brand, as soon as you dropped it, that's streetwear. That's luxury streetwear. That's how you got to see it as. Yeah. And it's like, I've always had this like, 
I don't know. I don't I don't like asking for too much. Like I pretty much did everything so they had to like recognize it cuz all the work was there. You know, I never wanted to ask for the opportunity to be like I need to be the It's like I wanted them to ask me and that's kind of how it happened because they were kind of like they didn't have anyone on deck once Pat left. I was in this project manager marketing kind of role helping with a bunch of shit and I had that I don't know just that history of like working on shit on my own to be able to like justify a lot of people don't do that they you know they wait you know what i mean because they just wait around like you know what i'm yeah. saying you taking that initiative too to to start one having your own shit just in case they didn't, they didn't ask you already had your own shit but to just be there already with that portfolio of work and be like yo i'm already working like you don't have to it, and it's so much easier for the business to keep that smooth transition. You know what I mean? They don't have to then hire somebody, then teach them all these things, and then for do sure. it. It's like, bro, you're going to spend another fucking six weeks teaching them about the bodega in Boston culture where you can hire me. That, that's that's fire, bro. That's fire. Yeah, that that is how it went. And, like, I don't know. That is a huge thing because there's, like, a lot of younger people that are just like, yo, I want to design. But, <laughs> but I'm like, which is fine, but I always try to give them little things to do outside of but like i'll be like all right you want to design like put this to put like a mood board together for like spring like what you're thinking like just try to like do these very small preliminary steps and if they can't do that it's just like you want you're not trying to like <laughs> yeah. it's, you're yeah. saying it but you don't really want it because like all right you, you just know, want the mystique that comes around it yeah and even with younger People, it's like, yo, because people a- will ask me now for, like, advice. I bet you. I bet you, bro. I bet you young people is like, yo, bro, how you? you? And I'm just like, when I tell, I'm like, yo, I know I didn't go about it necessarily probably the most efficient or best way, but it literally took me, like, seven years to get, like, yeah. are you down to, like, chill here for seven years? <laughs> and they're all like, no, nah, hell no. Hell like, no, nigga, I got two Then you ain't going to do it then. Yeah, like, guess what? You got to at least in your head, like, obviously, you would wish it would hope and fast happen faster, but, like, like, you got to at least in your head come to terms with, like, it might take that long, that's you know? It. like it You got to start, it though. It 20 years. Yeah. It's like, that's, what, that's why the, the most successful people, that's just the simplest thing they did was just start, like yourself. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You saw, you saw your vision, you just went for it. And that's it. And it paid off. It's funny. I, I ran into, when I was, I was talking about you, I was on the phone with some other dude. And I was telling him, because I was speaking about the, the podcast or whatever we got going on, and I was in the gym. So some, oh, okay. some random right, kid, I, I, I haven't told you, some mm-hmm. random kid, bro, he waves his hand in front of me. Oh, it was good. He's like, yo, bro, I heard you talking about your podcast and your comedian and the clothes and blah, blah. I go, yeah, so what's up? He's like, yo, bro, I really, yo, I got this idea in my head. I go, bro, I've heard a lot of niggas with ideas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. What you doing, though? <laughs> I told him, I was like, yo, bro, you got to do 90% of the work. Yeah. And then people would listen and appreciate it. Because people don't mind doing 10% of the work. But if you come with just a raw-ass idea, and I got to do 60% of your work, I ain't doing this it's shit. Like the it's like the idea, the ideas definitely are not ever the hard part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and everybody what, got ideas. Especially yeah, if like, you are creative. And I'm kind of like, because people hit me with that all the time. Like, yo, I got an idea for shooting. <laughs> it's like, yo, if you think I'm going to put hours into ride for your idea versus mine, like, nah. I'm going to go for mine every time. You know, you got Like, just because you smoked an hour ago and came up with an idea for a shoe real quick don't mean I got to freaking yeah. jump on it right now. Nah, definitely. And, yeah, there's just, like, with some people, there's just, like, this sense of, like, entitlement. Oh, my God. Yeah, like I that. hate that Especially nowadays. Just, like, I'm a very, shit. like, chill. Like, I'll, I'll talk to whoever about whatever, but I have been trying to, like, I don't know, set 
some boundaries in that regard because it's just like I'll drive myself crazy trying to be a nice guy, you know? Nah, bro, you have to, especially when they when they find out what you do because this is like with rap, like rap, and even comedian, when people be like, yo, I'll be like, y'all been doing comedy for two years, I'm, you know, this and this. People be like, I think I want um, I think I want to be a comedian too. I go, all right, nigga, have you ever told a joke? Have you ever been on stage? Have you ever written jokes? Have you ever not been laughed at? And they're like, nah, but I thought I could do it. Like, nigga, you can't just wake up and do some shit. You got to put the work in and, yeah, and actually have the effort. But a lot of people, like, it gets disrespectful. Mm-hmm. After a while of a right. million people, you can't. 100%. And that's why I tell people, like, yo, you got to ignore some niggas in your inbox. Ignore until you can build up the credibility where I go, oh, he's a player in this game. Oh, he's, he's going to be around here for a couple of years. Okay, I could take the time out to be with this person. But if you're just... Brand new to this, everybody starts a business, you know, yeah. every fucking day. I don't want to chit chat with motherfuckers every day. Right. No, I feel it. No, for sure. That's 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 when you got to filter, and that's something that 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 we've been kind of doing as well. Like, you got you know random so and sos with one song out, you know, yeah, one, one post, one post. And we <laughs> had like we had like eight notifications and like for like requests. I'm like. I'm like Patrick when he came home with the ice I'm like, who are you people? I'm like, what the? <laughs> no, for real, because people, now they found out that we did 90% of the work. We, you know, we, we got the space. We do all the promotion. We do all the marketing. We do everything. Now they want to come and jump, jump in like, yo, bro, can I be on your podcast and just kick it? Just nah. kick Who it. Who the fuck? I don't pay $300 a month for just to kick it with a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, like, do you got something going on? Have you been working on something? Do you have something coming out? You know, like, who are you? Do you have and a following? Like, I think what people... I don't know. It's there's a lot to be said about like even if they're not the most talented, but if they've been doing it for years, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. If they've been like working at it for years, it's like track yo, record, I could man. Re- track like, record. Respect that a hundred percent, and like give. I'd be more like open to giving opportunities to someone like that because you know whether you give it to them or not, they're gonna keep you know just keep on keep exactly. on doing what they do and stuff. Well, it's, like, it's like sometimes like if. If I was talking sneakers with you and I don't know what a, a soul is, it's like, bro, go find out the basics and then come For back sure. talk. Because some people want to talk without knowing nothing mm-hmm. or putting the effort in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without without informing themselves first, and then in that situation, you just let them talk and yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll be the fool. <laughs> hey, you know, he was talking about advice and shit earlier, you know, from just younger people. I had a dude DM to say that page asking for like advice on a startup podcast. I'm like. I ain't answer it yet, but I'm like, I'm still kind of just like. With those dudes, I get like, get I mean, on, like, get on the phone with them. Don't type all that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I was, I, I was like typing all that stuff. I'm like, I got This is gonna be like a paragraph or some shit. I'm like, bro, yeah. get yeah. a mic, get a mic, get a name for the podcast, start it up. Don't, that's don't, it. Don't yeah, start. And that's, like, like, that's bro, the thing Google is, it, it, just, just start do it. it. Just do it. And that too, it's like, how do you start a podcast? I'd be like Google. Yeah. Copy paste, copy paste right in the Google, bro. Hey, Drew. Well, I didn't know when I was doing some research. Is you're not only just you know, at least for. Some people might only know you as a designer, but I've seen you direct some shit, produce some shit. Um, talk about some of that. Talk about how you branched out because a lot of people, they they might focus on one thing or they might yeah. only know you for one thing. For sure. So I guess in terms of, like, in terms of the creative path I've been on and stuff, you know, I started doing flyers and shit for Stay Silent. Or even before Stay Silent, there was a group called Tough Tunes that were like my homies that I went to high school with. And I started doing flyers for them and stuff. And, you know, so that was like the design thing starting off. And then 
when I was at Bodega and I transitioned from like marketing to like more of a project manager production sort of space, it was like I was kind of we had all this content lined up and I was kind of the person piecing it all together. I didn't know it was like a producer role when I was doing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like doing it. And I'm like casting people, hitting up models, setting up locations, coming up with interview questions, like all this stuff. And so that's what I was doing, like, right before I, like, jumped into the design at Bodega. So I was, like, traveling with our photographers, kind of like a road manager. Like, I felt like a manager, like a road manager for, like, an artist. But it was, like, a, you know, it was, like, a creative take on that. So it was, like, I was with a bunch of photographers. I'm, like, Uncle Drew. I'm, like, the older, the oldest one. I'm driving the car, making sure we're getting everywhere. (laughs) Make sure niggas eating shit. Hey, did you eat? I was going to say, y'all hungry? Everybody pee before we leave because it's our trip. For sure. So, like... Yeah, so I was doing, like, this production work for videos, for editorial photography for a few years. And then I dove into, when I got into the design role at Bodega, I kind of took a step back from doing my own brand and everything because I wanted to, like, snap at Bodega. Like, I was like, you know, this is the platform where I'm going to get the most visibility right now. I need to just, like, put my head down and work on this shit. And when I did that... I was very fulfilled in the design aspect, but I still wanted to try and do some of the product, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, video production or, like, creative production in general. And I have a bunch of homies back home and in Boston that, like, make great music that I'm actually a fan of, like, even if I didn't know them. And, yeah, I kind of, like, was talking to them, and I'm like, yo, let me... The one thing that I felt like wasn't fully figured out was their videos and how they went about videos. They ha- always had the music, the look, the sound, all those elements, but, like, the the one little gap is the video. For a bunch of people, that I felt like that. So I was like, yo, I want to, like, come in and try to help be real organized about how these dudes approach video and come up with the treatment and figure out locations, figure out who's going to shoot it, be that middleman in that process because it it's a lot for, like, Someone who's already making, you know, they're already doing this whole. You, you're fucking. You gotta be your own manager. You gotta pay for yeah. shit. You gotta come up with the song, the lyrics, and then come up with the bitches that's gonna come in the video. And yeah, it's a lot. For bro. sure. And it's like I'm not. I don't know. I'm just like doing this stuff to sort of add to my output. Try different things. It's not really. It's not like I'm getting paid crazy of it or paid at all. In a lot of yeah. cases, it's just like me. It's like people I believe in, and. Yeah, people I want to, like, try and support, however, whether that is, like, artwork. Because that's the same, even with, like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm very much about the region, I feel like. Like, Providence to Boston and back is, like, my idea of how I've lived for, like, the past 10 years. And I want to, like, sort of establish the creative identity for the region beyond sneakers. Because, like, Bodega Concepts, they've been doing it before you know, before me, mm-hmm. and that is dope, but I want to, like, try to take what they've been doing and add, you know, add these other elements that are all at, like, a certain level of quality and creativity where it could be, like, you know, you're not from here, and you see it, and you're like, oh, shit, that's like, fire. that's how shit is out there, or, like, this is, like, the, there's actually people that make dope music, and the visuals are fire, like, because... The reality with, like, New England in general is, like, we're thought of, it's, like, sports, education, and, like, technology. And history. Yeah. (laughs) History. It's never known for its creativity, like, ever. Not even once. And 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 then the best part is about that. People love going to the MFA. 
That's you know, the crazy part. thing is they say um, we ain't like creativity. to 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 add on to that, you know, from working um, in the hospitality industry, a lot of the tourists that come here either from uh, abroad or, you know, from a different part of the country, they have about five things that they want to see in Boston. They want to see Fenway. They want to see the Freedom Trail. They want to see like the USS Constitution, like all the historical Maybe stuff. Paul Revere. Yeah, Paul, Paul Revere, Revere. <laughs> stuff like that. So I'm all like, you know, there's more to Boston than that, right? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Like when you. I don't know. It's like a bigger conversation, but when you look at movies and just the way people are everything. represented, every Boston if you look movie at is a mob like, movie. Stiz, Stiz is the only one that kind of cracked that sports tie-in as an artist that wasn't only like one. a 100%. white actor or like you know. So I don't know. And honestly, I feel like this is might be a good segue into the the Red Sox thing. But I feel oh, like absolutely. that's like more of like what needs to happen because you look at these other teams you look at like the lakers i forget who they had as their voice recently but it's all rapper it's all like yeah. very current like they'll like have snoop dogg like the, Cel- like exactly. the celtics thing. don't got a celebrity like yeah. drake yeah. Got, like the raptors or some shit like that yeah so it's just interesting to see but it is very much the attachment to history and tradition and i think that's what when I look at Providence and see what like my friends have been able to accomplish there with events and like you know what they want to call like hip hop programming, regardless of what kind of music being called, it gets put in that bucket when mm-hmm. there's like Urban. multicultural. As soon, yeah, yeah. So as soon as there's a little color, they're like rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like other day, like um, Little Nas X rapper. Like how yeah, the fuck exactly. is yeah. Post Malone rapper? You're like who these motherfuckers? These are pop stars. Or these are people who sing and dance. These motherfuckers ain't rappers. For sure, and it it just works. Like when you when I look at Providence in Boston, like. Providence has a little bit less of an attachment to its history. It is very rich in history, but they're like more, a little more progressive and experimental and flexible. Absolutely, where they'll like try something and like, yo, obviously, if there's, if someone gets, you know, they allow people to have like a block party and it gets shot up or there's violence or something. Like, obviously, going, they're a little bit more like strict on those things, but they at least allow space for things. To happen and see, because it's not a history of the fucking bullshit over here. There's a history and there's a tension between um, authority figures and just the people. So whether that's cops, whether that's just random white people, is, there's always been that tension. So when you have a block party, when you have something, there's always an expectation of, uh, here comes that fucking rap music. Yeah. Here comes, you know what I mean? Where in Providence, they might not have that same history. And Boston is known. It's as interesting. Racist, it is that there is that history because, like, you know, Providence was like. I'm sure y'all experienced. It was like the club. It's like where you yeah, went when yeah, you turned yeah. 18. Roxy's. 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 Yeah. So it has that. I, I, I see many fights out there in Roxy. <laughs> nah, sure. It has like that same history, but it, it wasn't until like in my experience that Stay Silent came along and made like, just made it a point to be extra like, I don't know. They're just like more on their P's and Q's about the, being sensible P's. about those things and setting it up so there isn't those issues you know well, there, there's there's a community that what just wants to have fun there's a community sure. of people who don't want to go out and fight and shoot like there's mad people like that yeah. it's that we, we're so focused on the negative that could happen that mm-hmm. yeah and like i think what stay silent has done also they've been a case study for like that or a reference point for the rest of the city for the rest of the people throwing events they've also been a reference point for the city itself to be like yo this shit can happen without that negative thing or like any bad coming from it you know yeah. and it's like yeah, so I don't know. I want to keep just trying to like push the sh- shit forward on every level, but like the video, you know, do direct more videos, do more design. Because, you know, it would be dope to have Stay Silent come and talk to people because a lot of times people don't network sideways. 
they, they think the person above them is so much better than them. It's like that they can't learn from someone who's next door or like their neighbors or some shit. We got to learn from people who are doing it because sometimes we want to reinvent the wheel. Because I feel you, bro. I felt like the same when I was in probably like three, four years ago, like three years ago, I was supposed to get a scholarship to help pay artists to teach classrooms because I feel wow. you like, because you there was say, a guy you never told us this because because what happened is they fired the dude who was in who was going to give me the five that's not a scholarship he got fired the year I got into the school because wow. I, I have a whole fucking blueprint of this after school program where I was going to teach I was going to have young artists come through and teach kids because the Artists don't get paid. And you said it earlier. Bro, you should talk to Red like, Shades about that. She, do she does that shit too. Yeah, yeah but because artists, they, yo, hours, hours of their own fucking time, hours of their own money. And, you know, motherfuckers don't appreciate that. And so me, I, I, I love artists. And so I, it was going to be a program where they taught for an hour um, and then they made music with the kids for an hour and then they got paid and in like in money and in studio time. Because it, it's... That's saying that people don't got, you know, studios even in Boston, bro, they're fucking rare. Yeah, and, all right, yeah, so it goes back to, like, this idea of, like, Boston and Providence and stuff just don't have, like, the creative infrastructure. Or, like, people don't view it as, like, you know, like, yeah, or, like, a career, like, you could have a career in making music and actually get paid because there's not, like, that industry out here. And that's, like, again, I'm going to keep talking about Stay Silent because, you know, we threw an event. Uh, we threw like a what was called homegrown, which was supposed to be like um, an artist spotlight for New England that we select. It's like selected artists, though it's not open yeah, for everyone. Like you know, it's very work. much like who we think is next up. And you know, Stiz was on it. A bunch of different people, Lino, Replay, all these people yes, from sir. out here. But then you have people some legends from from Providence as well. And like Stay Silent, for example, for that event, it's like you know when you hear artist spotlights or showcases out. A lot of times, it's the artist actually paying or selling tickets yeah. to perform. But stay sign like with the stay sign shit. They made sure each artist got paid, it, even if it was uh, I don't know what it was, but well, say it was a hundred, a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. It's like they just made a point to pay the artist to like just establish that that's like how these relationships are supposed to work. You Thanks. know, it's not supposed to be the other way around. Exactly. And it's like the idea you gotta have confidence in. The, I don't know, in the n- network and in the scene to, like, if you're putting money into it, it's going to circulate, you know, and then, you know, who knows? They pay the artist $150, and the artist hits me up for a graphic and has a little bit of bread to pass, you know, and it's like... That's stimulating the community, Yeah, bro. you got to have that confidence that the money, you know, the money's the money going to, like, going, lift, exactly. you know, lift the whole... And it's going into the community, too. It's not going to, like, you know, elsewhere, like, say, on, like, a, like a name brand or something like that. For sure. It's staying within the community. But I wanted to talk to about how you mentioned, you know, the history of Boston and stuff like that. And I feel like with a lot of sports teams, which is why we're going to segue into the Red Sox thing right now, they always dedicate, like, the design, at least I, from watching the Celtics, to, like, the history of Boston or, like, the history of, like, the team. But it's never to, like, oh, it's this dude made it. Because I remember Mark Cuban put out a contest to design the next um, Mavericks, like, alternative jerseys. He's an innovator, though. Exactly. And um, some dude who put, like, the skyline on it and shit, the ones with the skyline, I don't know if you've ever seen them, they're black, they're really dope. He won, and, you know, we paid him like that. I feel like that needs to happen more 
just within this city because of like you said how rich in sports we are rich sports history we are we're the yes. we're the number one sports city in america i mean i, I not even such a it just is you i don't know, think it's debatable ain't no. nobody <laughs> is doing that 10-year run we just had yeah so but it's like you gotta like mix in things with that you can't just have it all be about sports you know and this that but it's like sports with like a meaning or like a purpose yeah and it's like yeah it's about like i don't know there's when you look at the arenas and there's like a certain attendance, fan attendance that the the people that are in the arena experiencing the game look a lot different than Same. a lot of the fans, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's just For like, real. yeah, you definitely. I I hope to see like more crossover in in that way that you're like mentioning and stuff where it is a little bit more open for people to like, even if it's a contest, it's like you're still, you know, it's if open. Give to someone everyone. a chance, yeah, exactly. Like, and you it's know like, what I'm yeah. So I, I think too sorry to cut you off it, it like that history trend is kind of like just overplayed just in boston because you know what i'm saying i said it all the time it's, it's like, a tourist trap it's, 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 a tourist it's that trap. but it's like just in terms of the sports teams too like i get like you've come to boston for history you ain't coming for the sports team's history so it's like oh it's like oh yeah our jerseys are embedded with like boston you know red and such a, but they still look like the celtics jersey hasn't changed in like what how long? Yeah. Like, and how many MBT teams are changing jerseys all the time? They're getting, like, more creative. And the Celtics saying the same. Even the Lakers. The Lakers got better jerseys than us, and it's crazy. Yeah. And they, I thought they used to have the same jersey just all the time. But the Celtics just stay to that, like, same getup, and they never, like, change it. But, I mean, they kind of do with the banner thing, but, like, I don't know. Just having Boston Celtics. It's just, I, had, I, I Like, the biggest change I've seen is when they, like, made the letters, like, orange for, like, Whatever, for like St. Patty's Day back mm-hmm. in the exactly. day, exactly the or gold like, jerseys, or they'll do, yeah do the gold with like the Celtics. The I got the um, was hot. the Italian jersey. They when they um played in two thousand eight in Italy, Boston was in the Italian colors. Mm. Like that'd be dope. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to North End, but that'd be kind of dope. You know, right. something like that. And talking yeah. about sports, you um you brought up the Red Sox. How did you get involved with that? Because I remember I saw the video and I first saw my shout out to Jenny. Shout out to my Shout dog, out Jenny. Shout out to Jenny. Listen, I've been trying to, that's another legend I've been trying to get on here. I hit her up like two months ago. I said, I'm going to hit you up every fucking month <laughs> until you have some free time. Because not only is she a legend just like in her own right, but just what she does for the community, how honest and how pure her heart is. Like, nah. that's my dog, bro. Same, same. So I saw that video and, you know, and I saw my nigga Drew and I said, yo, y'all going hard, bro. So talk about how you got involved with the Boston Red Sox. So, yo, Jenny. It was Jenny, like <laughs> all the way Shout out to yeah. Jenny. Shout out, Jenny. Shout out Jenny, man. So, um, honestly, it came together super quick. Like it, I feel like from the outside, it might have looked like more calculated, and like I knew it was coming for like <laughs> months. But yo, it like we shot it like the week before it came out, and I right. got hit up like the week before to be involved. So it's like. Within one month, all of it happened. Like, Damn. every aspect of... Not even a month. Like, two, three weeks. And um, so it happened where, you know, the Nike picked certain teams to to focus on to uh, introduce an alternate jersey that was, like, real different from what the teams have been running with. And, um, like, different colorway, all that. And it's because Nike has the MLB contract for jersey now. So they're trying to do... Like, Nike... Is trying to fuse like their, their like marketing lifestyle prowess with you know their ability to like have these uh, jersey uniform contracts and like trying to mix which, it. Which is big though. That's big. Yeah. So that's 
I guess where it started on a high level, and then you know you have someone like Jenny involved. You have like Rob Gibbs, pro black, who's someone I look up to greatly, and you know everyone that was on there, I had already been like familiar with for the most part. So it was dope that, and it's all people that I've been seeing do it for at least as long as I have, or like you know. So it's like it was familiar faces. Jenny hit me and was just like, "Hey, would you be interested in like?" This Red Sox thing, and I'm like, what? Like, yeah, like they got Boston Sox right now. And she's like, you know, like I'll walk there. They're like, (laughs) they're yeah, they're trying to make it happen. And the whole thing with it was like initially, the conversation. I wanted them to come to Rhode Island. I wanted to shoot it at McCoy Stadium in Pawtucket and do like a very Rhode Island thing, right? But it is a Boston. Yeah, you know, I see you pulling for your shit. You know, yeah, I fuck with that. So. It happened where, like, I don't know, shifted the idea a little. and Because I was just like, yo, I'm not going to... I just don't want to say I'm from... Like, I don't think I'd have any problem if I did in that commercial, like, say I'm from Boston. Like, I don't think anyone would have, like, been impressed about it. Like, I have been here for the past 13, 14 years, whatever. And, um, yeah, and they ended up... Like, I ended up being the New England dude, which I'm cool with, too. Because that's, like, what I am trying to, like, represent in a way. So... Yeah, I had that little, like, part in the actual commercial. I didn't know it was going to be on TV and stuff. Like, mad people from Little League. Yo, (laughs) Little League Elementary School. Like, people just, like, reach, like, yo, did I just see you on, like, this Red Sox? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, and I did not know it was going to be on TV. I thought it was just, like, Instagram, which is still fire. And, yeah, it happened. Like, the jerseys. And I, honestly, I thought people were going to react a little more harshly to the jerseys for the same reason we were just talking about with the Celtics. It's like the Red Sox don't really Wait, ever switch it up. So to nothing. switch it up how they did where it's like yeah, they didn't even have nuggets. big different, bro. I, I was like, what the, who the fuck is, what team is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, bro, they sold those in Faneuil Hall over Patriots Day weekend. They sold out. Yeah, it sold out they, everywhere. Everyone and like, had a bag. And I feel like it was like a split. Like, when you look at the comments, it's like, there was some people that, like, you know, like the old salty, stereotypical Boston fan, like, nah, like, yeah. they need to focus, they need to be in the gym more, like, fuck these jerseys. They're sitting there like this. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, oh, yo, that's hilarious. That's funny as fuck, <laughs> It is. People be really mad as fuck, like, yeah, we, we just lost to fucking, like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> man, we, we elevating, man. And congratulations with that, Thank bro, you, for real, yeah, that's, for real. That's, that's a, a big good deal, look. Bro. Yeah. That's a big deal, because I saw that, and I'm like... Damn, bro! Like I, I was just that's huge. Like, that's the socks, dog. I went crazy. I was like, I, I was showing niggas like, this is my motherfucking people, nigga. You see them? Yeah, nah, it's famous. It is crazy, <laughs> and like that's one of the things where like, you know, obviously I'd always like it's something that I, I, I want to work with the red. Like I grew up out here. I grew up a fan of the Red Sox, playing baseball my whole life. So like, that was like an opportunity where like I wasn't necessarily seeking it out. But it was just like, that's one of the first things where I felt like it was like this alignment where it was just like, I'm just like over here doing my thing. And then that just like comes through. But it's so like, I don't know, it's so like connected to me in a way I felt like I was like, yo, this is like, I don't know, just such a like dope like, opportunity. Like your energy brought that. Your energy brought yeah, that. Yeah. And it dope. just came about. And I'm like, yo, shit. Like that's in my head when I was like, oh, shit's starting to like align. You know what I'm saying? Like really align where like. I might not necessarily have to be, I don't know, like, you don't have to be tracking everything down as crazy. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. It is surreal. It it's is. It's surreal, you know? It's just, you grew up, like you said, you grew up here. That's like every 
little Bostonian kid's a dream. Trust me. If you ask any, even if they don't even watch the Sox no more like that, you ask them, be like, if you got an opportunity to sign for the Sox, you're taking it. Hundred times out of hundred. Dog, dog, I got on the big screen on a Celtics game, and I thought I was lit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what, what you mean? know. Nah, seriously though. How does it does it does it fuck with your ego sometimes? Like, cause I know I, I'm not famous or not, but one time I did a, I did some stand up somewhere, right? And I went back, and the dude was like, "I remember you, nigga. You a genius. You funny as fuck." <laughs> and like my up. ego was like, "Oh shit." I, you know, I, I, it felt real good for that acknowledgement. How did it make? Like, how does it make you feel? No, I mean, it definitely makes me feel good. Honestly, I'm like, I'm just in a space where like, I haven't, I didn't go to school for design and stuff, right? So like, I really do feel like I'm like figuring it out as I go. And I, I'm just finally in it, like probably midway last year, I would say I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm confident in my ability to design shit. And it's like, but up until then, I just didn't have that confidence. And I think a part of what gave me the confidence is people that I know have been around Bodega for as long as I have, and they're telling me, like, nah, it's just fire. And it's like, I take that with a little more weight because they have the reference point of, like, what Bodega's mm-hmm. been doing. You know, it's like they're not new to this shit. So, like, for it to come from people like that, it it does give me just, like, a higher self uh, sense of confidence and shit. And, yeah, I don't know. In terms of the ego stuff, I I honestly need to... I don't know. I don't know, man. I I don't have like. I feel like I'm pretty humble. I'm pretty chill. Like I don't try to be super braggadocious or anything. But I feel like that might be coming because. Hey yo, this is a flex. You see, you see a family of five wearing your jersey. Tell your boy, be like, hey. Yo, you, you know, know what's what crazy? Too, I did. Just to to clarify, I didn't design the jersey. Yeah. Oh, I be. Mean, no, nah, it's all I good. Mean. It's all good. Um, like Nike did, but a lot of people hit me thinking I I they did, which it. I was like, nah, I didn't. But like, Fuck and it's it, like, run with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, for real. My boy's like, my boy like ran with it. <laughs> he was at the soccer game, and someone said, he's like, yeah, my boy designed it. I'm like, bro, I didn't. Design it. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I'm not telling him you didn't. Any, like, I'm not yeah. correcting him. You like, see him on a commercial. Yeah, yeah. This he trying to get some pussy. Like, hey, you can meet him after. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's the goal. Like, that's, take a you want him signing baseball? Sign the jersey. I was gonna say, yo, that's that is the goal though. Like, I love to actually be a like that's Being in my head. What's next? Like, oh, what I want next? You know, to be able to actually design some shit for one of these like big sports yeah. teams that I grew up watching. And, and it'd be cool myself. too, like even like like a smaller team like the Revolution, mm. something like that. The soccer team, because I know actually, shout out Red Shades again. They actually had her on like a social media type thing. Mm-hmm. So and my boy, who's a big fan says that they are really big into like helping the community so it's like it's like yeah obviously shoot for the big leagues because you kidding me but like you know what i'm saying you you yeah, like to see it, you like to see a team i'm saying in the sense of like oh they're proven to give back and they actually like show that they can give back to someone from the community no absolutely i think that is the just the important thing in general right. like, and like what that red sox shit symbolize it's like it's all Familiar faces for people that have been around Boston, I think. Or, like, even if it's not, you don't know everyone, you'd be like, oh, shit, Jen. I'm sure, like, a lot of people recognize Jenny at this point, you know? Yeah, definitely. So to have that, you're like, oh, this is Jenny that, you know, I I see her walking down Newberry, walking through Copley. Like, I see her around. So it it, it gives a sense of, like, I don't know. For younger people, I feel like it should feel like, yo, I could do that. You know, I could be there, too. You just got to be willing to put put in the time, put in the work. And it's kind of like 
My man A says all the time, you got to be com- your confidence comes from the reps in the gym. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I'm just getting there. And I definitely yeah. think you got to be, because there's a difference between being braggadocious and then being super confident. Because like, so, sometimes your confidence is going to rub motherfuckers off the wrong way because they're not confident because of their insecurities. Mm-hmm. But I think when you put in that work in and you've grinded and you've been fucking at the low point and you've been that dude that people forgot about, sometimes you got to remind motherfuckers because if not, your price stay low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If your confidence is down and you don't really like when you get your shit together, like now nah, I'm that nigga, your price goes up and, and what you tolerate goes down because then you know your worth, you know your value. Because a lot of times people who might be fucking super talented and don't have no experience, never done shit, they they got that confidence. You're like, what the fuck are you so confident about, nigga? You yeah. ain't never did shit. Like, mm-hmm. what right. the fuck is all this coming from? Nah, that's a fact. The trash bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> like KG used to call him. <laughs> now, do you have somebody besides Bodega that you worked with that's been like kind of your favorite people to work with? or? Um, um, I would say stay silent. Like, so pretty much the history was stay silent. It, it was started as the beautiful silence uh, by my homie Jay and Sabrina. I met them in college. They went to URI. But I met them through... Kids, I went to high because URI for like if you go to high school in Rhode Island, that's like 13th grade. You know, it's like everyone, everyone <laughs> kind of goes, goes to URI. There, yeah. So I met them because they had a radio show called Live from the Dorm Room with my homie Drew, my, the other Drew. Yeah. And, <laughs> Drew Squared. So, uh, yeah, I end up, I end up <laughs> meeting, <laughs> I end up meeting them, and you know, working with them on Stay Silent. But beyond Stay Silent, we open like. This like gallery uh, pop up space in Fox Point in Providence called Trade, and it's still operating to this day. We're kind of refiguring the plan for it, but the idea for that space was like to have an accessible space for young creatives in the city where it's free to get in the door. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't gotta pay up front to have the space, but if you're selling stuff in the space, we take a percentage, right? Of course. Um, so it, and it was nothing crazy. It was like fifteen percent, I think. And so we had all different artists, multimedia like painters, artists, yada yada. And then we had like people who had brands do pop ups there. And this went on for like years. And that came out of a place where like we were trying to throw events and do stuff in other people's spaces. And there was all these rules: you can't play hip hop, you can't what? hang, whoa, you, you whoa, can't hang whoa. shit on the walls, you can't Damn, like all this, all these rules. And we're like, yo, is this even our thing anymore like is this even what we want it to be so we were like fuck it let's just like put our money together start this like non-profit idea and it's still there and like i said we're like trying to reformat it a little to like i don't know just grow with us it's going to be a little less like wide open it's going to be more like more filtering yeah uh, exactly the filter yeah yeah, the filter and stuff because it's just like a lot of time and energy and you know we still want it to be a resource for the city but in a different way where it's like it's a it could be a resource like a reference point resource where you know we'll we have like invoice templates and different things for people to utilize and and teach them and teach them yeah exactly this is how you run it you know i'm showing you the proper way so when you do it by yourself because no funny when i hear you talk you sound like um it's almost like what you needed when you were starting or what like a young artist sure. needs when they're starting. So like every time you're talking about making sure, you know, young artists, like where does that come from? Was that come from when you were starting out and no one helped you? Because you said that earlier, like you didn't have somebody to look up to in that brand. Yeah, I just didn't have, like that just wasn't a thing in high school, bro. You either played sports, 
you was in trouble or you were fly or a combination of the three. <laughs> and if you, if you weren't that, it was just like you weren't on the radar. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It is, it is, that is where it comes from in general. Because it's also something that, like, when I look at Jay and Sabrina and the other people that have always been involved in Stay Silent, uh, my homie Cam, homie Hill, there's a whole new cast of, like, designers that are there now doing their thing. And we're all on that same page where it's, like, we kind of lean on each other to be that support system and stuff. But we all f- have felt like we haven't had, like, that a generation above us that, like, paved a, a little bit of a way. So we're, like, trying to do that. For the younger, you know, that makes sense. The younger that makes folks, sense. That's and fire, bro. yeah. So, I guess to answer the question, stay silent, excited, always to work with them. Right now, um, my boy Hill, Av, and Cam are working on a music project. That's one of the video, like my first video that I directed with that credit or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that. Word, it word, was that word. video, and I'm just trying to keep it moving with them because, yeah, like I've been running with them for like over ten years. All of them now, even Av, who's from out here, like. I met him way back and from like booking him for shows in Providence and all this stuff. So it's all like, I don't know, the relationship part is all very organic. And now it's just like trying to just like level everyone's shit up with how I can contribute to doing that, which is mostly on the visual. On the visual. That's fire, bro. That's fire. No, that's it. And and it's another avenue for you, you know, to express your creative nature and, and everything. So. Much success with that, bro. Now, was, is this kind of your introduction to, like, video and stuff like that? Or have you te- toyed or, like, been My somewhat own, involved with that in the past? Um, Like, I guess some... Well, my introduction was, like, really the bodega, that project manager role where I was doing that stuff. And I just was looking at it as, like, oh, I'm just, like, making sure the shit gets done. And I yeah. didn't realize it was, like, a production... Like, more of a, like, production role. And people get paid specifically to coordinate those elements you know what i'm saying so yeah absolutely that just was like how i realized i could do that shit and then yeah now it's like just like using that skill set to like i don't know like help guide and like just provide resources for like people around the way that are doing it and it's like hopefully when i get a few under my belt i could like really claim that as like nah i do this because i'm still not in a place where i'm like yeah i do this like directing <laughs> you know but it's like yeah. when since i'm doing it with the homies it's like easy to be learning and trying things along the way and then hopefully like in a year or so i could be like yeah, you will bro you'll claim it this. you'll claim it so, yeah. we manifest we'll talk to that. y'all in a year <laughs> <laughs> hey so what, when are we getting uh because i know you're focusing on a lot of shit so I know you spoke about before about your your own brand. Mm. Do you have any any plans for that? Recent coming up. Yeah, I, in general, like I've been wanting to get back to it because I finally feel like I've done or I've reached a point at Bodega where I'm like, okay, I'm in the flow. I could keep making it happen how I have. You know, I'm like a little more comfortable than when I first got the role. So like, it is. De- I'm definitely in a spot where I do want to step back and focus again, on, like, relaunching my own brand. It wouldn't be the same as what I had before. Before, it was called Beyond All Reach. And that was just a name that, like, I don't even know where it came. It was just, like, the idea. It was, like, aspirational to me. It was, like, Beyond All Reach. Like, when something is that, it's, like, you can't top it. Or, like, you know, it's, like, oh, and I just liked that it was the acronym BAR, raising the bar. Like, you you know what I'm saying? So, um, and it's, like, I... I feel like it was definitely influenced 
in hindsight by like LRG at the Lifted Research Group. You know, it had like those those similar lines. And um, yeah, I definitely want to get back to it because like ultimately I just want to have that platform for myself where I could do things without approval, where it's just me trying shit and like not having to like run it by anyone. And it's like, I, I don't take for granted at all the opportunity that Bodega, the platform that's been, but I do ultimately want to be my own boss that's like yeah you because some, uh, some people see like you ever see how much money you make from motherfuckers in black i just do this shit myself because you're like i got i'm the brain motherfucker you got the space cool I, I can get the space i'm not stupid as hell and you went to school for business right yeah so a lot of times i'm you like right, i i learned i learned the business side and i learned the fashion side i want to combine them and be my own boss that's no nah, definitely I mean, sometimes, sometimes you see how much money you're making for other people. You're like, huh, I can do that shit for myself. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, yeah. Like, and it's just like, I just would imagine it to be so much more, like, fulfilling in a way. You know what 1, I'm saying? Percent. Where it's like you're reliant on yourself. It's a lot of, it could be a lot of pressure, too. But I, I'm like, like I said, I'm in a space where I'm, like, getting more confident in my ability. I think I would need to brush up on the business aspect of shit because I'm just like, business is just like a dirty word to me. It's like, <laughs> I hate how like, I hate that like, it's business. Like, when people are being slimy, it's like, it's just business. It's, it's like, like no. I understand that, but like, I could net like, I, I just think I would approach it a little different. I think it, it has, uh, not hurt me in the past, but it has in a way because I've never put the business of anything first and you know it's like i've definitely been taken advantage of in that regard but it's it's all like learning and growing pains man yeah and i know i'm gonna get there but it's just a matter of like when and uh yeah i'm gonna brush up on those skills and, and you can hire somebody you trust and that's you know what i mean when you when you control everything and you controlling how you set the floor up and how you sell the shit and to who like Motherfucker, you can hire somebody. I like how you do business. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you, you know, and you can still you're still in charge of fucking everything. But you could have somebody that you're comfortable with and say, like, you know, the way we do business, we do it the same way. So I respect the way you're gonna do it. And not to say that you don't respect the motherfucker who does it now, but you didn't pick him. You didn't pick where to put the shirt on. You didn't pick where to do something. Sure. And it matters. A lot of times, it matters because. It's your vision, and you might want to do it a certainly just a little different than somebody yeah, else. Would. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and that, and that way, it, it's it's fully you. You know what I mean? People sure. get that 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 experience, that that personal connection. Plus, there's like you. when I look at Providence again, it's like Boston has had like Bodega and Concepts, and Providence doesn't necessarily have something like that. You know, it's like we got some called Sneaker Junkies, which I think is on Newberry too now, but it doesn't fulfill. The mm -hmm. same market, mm -hmm. or in uh, I don't know, it's just not the same feeling as your mm -hmm. concepts in Bodega, and it's no slight to them. They did pave the way in Providence for what they do, um, but it's either them or you got like a skate shop, like Civil, which is a pure skate shop. You know, it's, there's no one in that like boutique kind of mixing the high and the low and. Um, like the way Bodega and Concepts do. So there's just like, there's an opportunity back home for it. And yeah, that's like where I want to focus and in for, the future. For that gap up. Yeah. Um, any dream collaborations that you got? Like anything in your mind where you're like, yo, I, I, I've been dying to work with such yeah, and such. Yeah, I've been talking about it for like, fucking, uh, I, I went <laughs> crazy on LinkedIn for like a few years trying to connect with people over there. Um, I mean, before the dunk, it was a Nike just any Nike shoe, like, because 
I feel like a lot of my designs with other brands is like making them look like my some of my favorite Nikes, yeah. you know? And it's just, <laughs> I've just fair. always been about Nike and Jordan growing up. It's like, I've always had a little bit of other shit, but it's been mostly that. So it was that it's crazy that that happened. But the next thing on the list would be like L.L. Bean, I think. And... Mm. Just That's a big name. Yeah, you look like L.L. Bean, bro. You yeah. look like, <laughs> <laughs> like... No, I fuck with you, but you oh, look like L.L. Bean, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. L.L. Bean I is mean, hard, though. They, they go hard. It's, yeah. it's that that regional connection. It's like they've, like, influenced so many other heritage brands from across the country. They influence brands today that are based in New York. When you look at, like, AL, like ALD's whole style is very New England. It has a dash of New York downtown shit but it's new england bro and l.o bean is the most like quintessential like new england brand to me it's just been around forever they've been super innovative my memory of it is like either like hand-me-downs or like the backpacks in school like seeing the back like those were that was such a thing at the time and i feel like um yeah that would that would be the dream collaboration because it's 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 home-based it's like (laughs) i i want to like represent the new new england and have a brand like work with a brand like that that's like super heritage and has that archive and history to like comb through um and just give it the proper spin because it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know we're all like even in boston it's like there's a certain level or in new england in general there's a certain level of functionality that clothing needs to have, you know, oh, and it's for like sure. it can't be overlooked just for the sake of looking fly. Kind of, yeah. if you're gonna be on the train and it's fucking winter, you know, it's like yeah. it, it's kind yeah. of function first. It's yeah. like you don't want to be uncomfortable just to look good or whatever. Because <laughs> of our climate, and kind of tell what's like in in everybody's doing like their own yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's all over the place, and which is cool. I appreciate that. No, nah, definitely. I definitely appreciate. And that. we all the shit. All like when you look at the sports influences our style a lot, you know, but then that's like also where people outside of Boston think it starts and ends like sports fans are like our gauge of like Boston style, which is wrong. And it's just not true. But it is an you have that athletic sport influence you have in when you look at education. It's like that Ivy League prep style where it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's on the campus. But like even still, you could go. I don't know, to like Dudley and see someone with a burgundy Harvard hoodie with burgundy Adidas to match. And I think that like range of like, there's like an influence that goes beyond mm-hmm. the exact spot where Harvard sits. Or nice. like, I don't know, that Ivy League prep style like comes through in different different ways. Yo, everywhere. definitely. Because when I was growing up, that's what was fly. You would have a Harvard hat on. Nigga never went to Harvard. You know nah, what I'm it's like, <laughs> and it's like down the street. Yeah, yeah. but like the, the color waves were tough, bro. Yeah. Like the, that burgundy is clean. That burgundy is tough, bro. Like, I, f- I fuck with it hard, bro. And, and I got to ask you, Drew. Yeah. So you said that you interned at Bodega as a start, but you went to college for business. Mm-hmm. H- how did you, I should say, just fall into bodega where you, you know, just looking around one day, just really be like, you know, this is cool. I want to kind of do, I want to say if they're available for an internship. So for me, I had gone to bodega as a customer in high school, like towards the end of my high school, bodega had just opened. And I was like looking for sneakers on like forums back then trying to get certain shit. And I saw that was being talked about. And actually, it's a weird connect. I just put this together the other day, but my homie Tori, who from Boston, from Orchard Park, he transferred to my high school our junior year, 
and I became tight with him. He was the new kid, whatever. We became tight. But he would come back and forth to Boston, like, every day. So I had hit. I was like, yo, you ever heard of Bodega? He's like, I heard of it. He's like, I've been there, like, once. I know where it's at. If you want to go, just let me know. So I skipped. Like, when I first got my car, I skipped school. <laughs> drove up here. Yo, met yes up sir. with him. at Off like, the drip. Yeah, at Boston <laughs> Medical. And he brought me to Bodega. So that was my first interaction with Bodega. But going to college, you know, I didn't think I had a choice beyond business, to be honest. So I go in for marketing and entrepreneurship because I wanted it to be open-ended. I didn't want to pursue that's an accounting tie you. degree yeah. where I'm... Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, it's funny. I did the same thing because I went to school for business. And I didn't go to school for business because I was a businessman. I went to school because it was like, well, I got nothing else to fucking do. Like the shit that used to like trip... I don't know. It used to like... My, I, I would always, because they'd, you know, always ask your goals and stuff beyond school. And I'd be like, you know, one of my main goals is like to not have to wear a suit to work, to be oh. like comfortable, Absolutely. to be Kidding comfortable me? and wear whatever I want. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I would always say, and the teacher would be like, I don't, like, I don't know if you're in the right place type of thing. And I'm like, I'm going to figure it. So then the internship came up and literally I applied to Bodega, Concepts and Society because I knew, or I thought I wanted to be in that space. And I was like, all right, they're definitely not going to require me to wear nothing that's uncomfortable. You know, so right. whatever, <laughs> I started it there. And I probably would have explored more other options, but Bodega had hit me back right away. I started there. I was able to get cra- uh, class credit for, like, that semester. And, um, yeah, that's, I guess, how I ended up there. But it was just, like, with the idea of, like, Yo, I don't want to wear a suit. I want to be, like, surrounded or involved with things that I like. And at the time, it was, like, sneakers and gear in a way. It wasn't, like, I was never, like, super crazy about it. Like, I wouldn't, like, be excessive in what I wore. But it was just, like, sneakers have just been a part of my life from, like, the beginning. Like, my aunt has just been that person where it was, like, she would always make sure I had... I always look proper, and, like, the gift from her was always a pair of sneakers. You know, it's just, like, right. all those things, I think, just amounted to me uh, trying to get class credit for the, e- like, an easy, you know, an easy way to get class yeah, credit. Yeah. So I started with sneaker stores, and then it just, like, Because it's something that you enjoy. Yeah. It's something that you enjoy, like, you know. That's why I say, like, even, <clears throat> I've had a whole bunch of jobs, man, but I feel like my f- the funnest job I had was working at Nike. The money wasn't there, but it was so fun. Cause Wait, I, Newberry? I, I worked Newberry? I worked on Somerville first, and then oh, I transferred right. over to Newberry. Oh, right. Completely different. Yeah. Completely different, because, you know... Um, Somerville's the New- outlet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I, I, I like the vibe there a lot more. Over the, over here in um, Newberry, it's very in-line. You're only going to specialize on this. If you want mm. running, you want running. If you want lifestyle, you want lifestyle Yeah. type of stuff. But it was fun, nonetheless, man. I really enjoyed it. I wasn't even in there for the bread, that discount, though. Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did the drugs help? You, you look like you experimented with drugs and, like, uh, <laughs> Damn, bro. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Good ass <laughs> Bro, you're a junkie. No, I'm just saying, because art, art and drug really go. I didn't know even me being a comedian, uh, how many artists dealt with, like, not dealt with, like, use shrooms or use acid or, or do. I didn't know. I was just into weed and then my idols people who i like up to they were doing shrooms and yeah to be honest like yo even in high school people were on the drinking like drinking and smoking and i was more privy to smoking i had smoked since whatever like freshman sophomore year of high school i came to suffolk was still on that shit wasn't a big drinker or nothing honestly like 
in my high school, I don't know how it was. Like, it was super diverse and everything. It was like, it's like the biggest high school in the state in, in Rhode Island, East Providence High School. And I never saw like Coke and shit until I got to college. And I got to college and then it's like these rich kids and that's, that's like what they're busting out. Yeah, that's what like they're busting out. And that shit kind of made me uncomfortable at first. I'm like, yo, I never. The good old stuff. They were like, yo. Yeah. I was like, like, that. I was like, yo, none of my like people from back home ever experimented friends, yeah. with this wow. shit. Yeah. So I came out and it was fine. But yo, nah, I'm still on the weed. Just sir. Weed? Like straight weed. Like I've, had, I've, like, an acid much respect. Trip, like, I've done I've done shrooms and I did it for the first time like three, four years ago. And it was fire. It was I was like on a lake. My homie Pat, uh, Bandulu Pat, um, at his like family's lake house in Connecticut, and it was a dope experience. I just don't know how frequently you can I could like shit. do it, nah, but I in that environment, I'm open to it because it's like I don't have to worry about shit. But I don't think I could do that shit like in my crib or in the city, oh, or like nah. I'd be tweaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what they say. They like if you have like a bad trip, you like stuck in it or some shit. Yeah, some shit. and that and that shit's like. Up. That's what I was going to say. I don't I, want I that to fuck me up. I'd rather, like, we fuck me up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've done shrooms a couple of times because, once, like, for me, being aware is everything. Especially as a comedian, you have to really be in tune with how you feel about shit. Because I don't like to go on stage. This is how you don't like to lie about shit, you know, in, that, in a commercial. I don't like to go on stage and start telling, you know, jokes that are a lie. I don't want people... Because then you have to remember the lie. It's easy just to remember the truth mm. and make that funnier. So, like, I remember taking shrooms and I... Nigga, when I was in my bed, bro, I seen Jesus, bro. I swear to God, but I was curled up, and I could not sleep, bro. It was like, it was so it was called the devil's penis. That's what this bitch gave me. It's called the devil's penis. Why would you even take that? I, bro, because I was, yo, one thing about me, I like to try shit. I ain't never tried Coke. So you want to try I tried a couple pills, penis. but I was like, yo, shrooms, and it was free, nigga. She came over. That's when, like, it's like I was in another universe, bro, for, like, yeah. a couple seconds, I was in another universe, and my fiance now, and this is some some funny shit. I told her it's like I was able to picture every alternative universe, and she was the president in every in every universe <laughs> I could think of. And he was that, the first gentleman, bro, the boss, bro, for real. That's how, that's how <laughs> I knew I loved her. Bro. Like, that's how I knew I really loved. That was how I was shrooms in every universe I could think of. She I, was I, involved. I, she was yeah, in. she was involved in it heavily, and that's the only person that was that I could see. And I, nigga, when my girl, I told her I love her like four seconds in, uh, like, <laughs> I, bro, she, I, I met her, I was like, yo, I love you. I was like, yo, right there to your fucking face, bitch, mm. I love you. Mm. And like, drugs helped me kind of with my comedy and my art. So I just wasn't sure if it, you know. If, yeah, no, I definitely like when I did do shrooms. We were on a boat. It's like everything was like, I just remember standing on the edge of the boat just smiling, like looking out, <laughs> just being like, yo, because like, yes. sir, it almost like there was like little mountains in the distance, but it looked like everything was like breathing. Like everything that was living looked like it was physically like breathing. Yeah, like a tree had like a pulse to it, you know, and I was just sitting there like, wow. Shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking faded. That's yeah. great, man. That's great. Now that's that, that's that that's that shit, man. Drugs and and the people you're with really make the, the big difference. The vibe, yeah. Because you, you you speak a lot about that, how you're still with those people you started with, and so talk about the importance of having a team that solid, of having you know the trust and being able to lean on people. Yeah, no, it's definitely everything. You know, I feel like yeah, when you look at bodega or stays like to do something on a certain level you need just more hands on deck i feel Thanks. like you know you need mm-hmm. people that 
specialized in or that like you know they're you might fall short in a certain area but they're able to like pick up cut the slack that at, the, at a higher level mm-hmm. and i don't know i think that's what happened so well when you look at like uh stay silent and how it's set up you know you have jay who's like a dj first dj event planner person first but then you have sabrina who is very much like uh, business, creative mind, like market, creative marketing mind, knows how to connect with people really well. And like, yeah, and they have all these people that like really own and fulfill their, their specific role. I think it took a little bit for everyone to recognize where the spot was in the whole thing. But yeah, it, I feel like it is just like, it's super, it is like invaluable. There's not like a price you could put on it. And it's just like super important because we're in a spot where like there isn't a huge industry out here for creative endeavors or like events like yes they happen but like on the the stage of like the country like are people aware that it's like maybe not so you need the people around you to like i don't know just like reinforce that like you're on the right path or like just be doing it like parallel with you so it's like you're not like yo i'm out here alone like (laughs) struggling like trying to get it done like because you know the biggest thing too is like People are quick out here, not Boston, but like out here, meaning New England, Providence, Boston, every, but it's just like, you know, people don't get me. Like I'm the first, like I'm trying to like trailblaze some shit and like people just aren't up and it's just like, I don't know if that's always it, you know, it's, and um, yeah, I don't know. I think the value that the team brings is like, has been huge for me because it's just been like. It's been, like, weirdly, like, therapeutic in a way. Just to be able to, like, talk to people that are, like, not doing the same exact thing, but they're, like... Complimentary. Yeah, and they have that, Mm -hmm. a similar vision for, like, what this... You know, we all feel like we're a part of, like, we have the most talented people, right? We all feel like we have the most talented people coming from our cities and stuff, but there's not that spotlight. So we're all just, like, on the path to, like, I don't know, stamp it in a bigger way where it's, like, people from... You know, because, I don't know, like, obviously, there's just this, like, to keep, sorry to keep nah, talking. Nah, 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 you're good, bro. But I'm just, like, thinking this stuff. But, like, New York, like, you know, you know when there's, like, someone you meet from New York and, like, all they have going for them is they're from New York? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm from New yeah, York, yeah, like, yeah. Da, da, and I'm like, that don't mean nothing. Like, That's to like me, with LA it really doesn't mean nothing. It mean nothing. And, it, mean nothing. and they, my boy Jay said it best recently. He's like, yo, people from New York act like that's the only diverse place in the world. Like, they are the only ones that have exposure to certain culture. When, like, when you look at Boston and Providence, there's a lot of first-generation um, people out here, people that, like, immigrated directly here. Like, they don't have... A, they didn't come from another place in the U.S. Like, they came here from Cape Verde. They came here from... Brazil. Yeah, yeah, Liberia, Ghana, like, wherever. And it's, like, direct. It's very direct. So it's, like, we definitely have exposure to a lot of different mm-hmm. culture and diversity and like yeah i i don't know i don't know where i was going with that but <laughs> in general <laughs> i feel like the the team and having people that are just on that same wavelength and look at it in a similar way that you do we all are very prideful and think we're like the best kept secret and we just have people just haven't we just haven't been on people's on. radar if yet, you know you know type of thing yeah word that's dope man yeah. that's dope no but it's, it's good to have a team man and sometimes you you know if you're on the right track based on who's around you you For know sure. so like when you get that that positive reinforcement from the people you're around you know it, it 
it kind of helps you be more confident and stay the course. So that's Definitely. super dope. And it just like help swing different opportunities my way. You know, it's that's like it. different. You know, someone might hit up one of someone from state sign like yo i need graphic you know and it's just like they just swing it directly my way just like if yo someone's like yo i need a dope dj for a party it's like okay yeah. goes to the home it's like that whole idea of community and like the circulation of because it's about how they talk about you when you're not there you know what i'm Fast. saying because they'll put they'll put you on if they like you as a person they like what you do they'll put you on when they hear an opportunity like, oh it's just you, oh, you're gonna pay somebody all that money i know exactly who you should pay my mans just makes it easier yeah Sure. So speaking of that, bro, you got anybody you want to shout out? Cause I know on this channel right here, we like show a lot of love and shit right there. So you got anyone Man. you want? If you haven't named already, cause you named quite a yeah, few I name a lot legendary of people. people. So if there's anyone you missed, <laughs> Man, there's a lot. I mean, there's so many people, but no, nah, I can't. I can't do specific. I can't come with. You named specific. them already? Yeah, I named yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's a lot more people, <laughs> but I just think, um, yeah, in general, I just like to shout out anyone that is like pursuing creative careers and dreams because it's not the obvious path when you're from this area this region and right. stuff so it's like i just have like respect for that and i'm i'm open to have conversations with anyone about any anything in regards to that stuff so yeah just shout anything out. to move the community forward yes you know what I'm saying? It, 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 when you got on the, the bitches change like Obviously, before you got into this committed, real committed relationship, <laughs> was the bitches going crazy once they knew who you were? Mm. Then they come in like, oh, that's Drew. That's from Bodega. No. I want that Bodega dick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know, It's going to be A with Say That soon. <laughs> yeah. That's that podcast, motherfucker. Hey, I'm a trick. I'm yo, a trick. yo, honestly, no. Nah, I didn't notice, like, a big difference. Like, I've always been been cool with, with different people. He's like, he man, I've always that. had bitches, bro. What you he talking about? Bitches, I always had bitches. It was bitches. always on the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. I don't know, man. I didn't notice, like, anything significant in terms of that. I'm trying to think if there was ever. No. I don't know. Because the, I know the fashion like, world is different. You know what I mean? I know that that, that, that space is a You know, it's just different. like a small. The, another thing is, like, it's a small. I hate using the word scene, but it is. It's pretty like you you go out a couple times and you, you kind of see everyone you end up seeing for the next yeah. whatever amount of time that you're active and stuff and I don't know I just been cautious not to like not to fuck the industry yeah know. and then be like you know be dirty now Drew walking in the spot <laughs> <laughs> not now dirty it's awkward. Drew. <laughs> uh, yo for real bro thanks for coming on bro oh, yeah. this, this was major for us bro love, Thanks, love bro. it love it thank you i, I, thank I you. loved you coming bro great contact great interview bro like we're definitely gonna have you back too because you're gonna oh, get wait. fucking major got all yeah. shit coming yeah, 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 yeah don't get too famous bro because i'm yeah, fucking real I'm like yo drew came in here and he was talking shit nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's too for famous sure. for motherfuckers i'll yeah. fuck you up when i see this <laughs> we're gonna drop the audio all this Nah, I got you. Yo, man. so Mike, anybody you want to shout out real quick? Yo, the team, always a pleasure to have the opportunity to do this with you guys, Drew. Yes, thank you so much for your time, bro. Super punctual guy, professional. He's about his work, man. He's about putting the community on. He's about pushing the culture all forward. Facts, all Check facts. him out. Well, the world's right out of my mouth, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Check him out if you haven't already. Where can they find you, by the way? Um, Instagram probably is the best spot. Uh, my my handle is at. Drew D R E W underscore B A R, and 
Yeah, that's from the old brand. The, yeah, yeah, yeah I, exactly. A lot of people think it's my last name or something. Probably, you and know, explain probably because it yeah. looks like it. And, 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 and since we he mentioned them so much, shout out, stay silent. Stay keep, silent. They keep, coming up here next. Nigga. Keep making noise. <laughs> I want stay silent. Making back. noise. Shout out Bodega. I want. Yeah, I, want, right, I, want no, I want stay silent here tomorrow, motherfucker. Back. Yeah. Shout out Bodega. <laughs> Hey, what about you, man? Hey, man, as always, I want to thank myself because I'm a hardworking man. I love myself. Love it. Um, I take care of myself. I spend money on my motherfucking self. Drew, for real, motherfucker, thank you for coming, bro. Like, I was already excited, you know, I, I doing my research and shit. Like, it's just dope to have somebody who's really working. You know, a lot of times in this industry, you probably run into shit too where motherfuckers say they're working, but you never see them work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where they always say they're doing some shit, but they never really doing some shit. So they just you. saying they're doing yes, some shit. Yeah, team, yo, y'all work harder than a motherfucker, man. I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all get y'all dick sucked tonight, bro. By somebody. Hey, I don't know, I like <laughs> that. hey, as a man, get your dick sucked, bro. Fuck that, man. Yo, don't settle for less, Yo, I'm bro. like Drew, bro. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, don't right. settle for less, bro. Don't settle for less, bro. I'm like freaking that shit. <laughs> P, take it off, man. Bro, I mean, I got to shout out Drew. First of all, like Mike said, of course, thank you for pushing the community forward, helping Facts. young creatives as well. We Facts. need more people like that. You, and we it's good do. to see that you're ahead of the charge and taking that charge. So thank you. Uh, thank you to the fans, everybody listening on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button for a lot of great more do content. It. Y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all should be ready. So get ready. It's a big month. But, and I also got a shout out. Just basically the team as well. Thank y'all for thank rocking you, with it. Yeah, we I got to say thank you to y'all too. Sorry to cut you off. No, you good, bro. Hey, that's... <laughs> nah, thank you, I, I bro. Thank you guys you having again. me. I don't, you know, I don't talk. Yo, listen. I know. Trust me. I did my research. I'm like, this motherfucker got no interviews. He stays silent, but he's making noise, bro. I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, yes, sir. Nah, but yo, for real, for real, thank you for what you're doing to the community. Thank you for your time over here. And, um... If you feel like you're not making a big impact, bro, you are. Uh, you are. It, for real. Man. You are. Appreciate keep it. keep at it, bro. And for those at home and the millions watching, don't say this. Say, say that. that. Please. <laughs>